It's not going to work this time. Of course not. Why yeah. would it? Well, you know, because it worked last time. Well, but just play it on your play it on the guitar then. The, I the don't one that know you're holding. It's my turn. Welcome to Get Offset. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And I'm here with a borrowed friend today. I have the Yvette Young signature Ibanez guitar. It is greener than I expected. But it does have orange flakes in the sparkle. It doesn't? No, it doesn't. Just like like mixed in just a little bit. Hmm. I don't see any. I mean, I see something that's kind of goldish, perhaps. Okay, the one on the NAM floor that I saw last year. Had some orange two years ago, I don't Five years ago at NAM, um, there's definitely like a like not a lot, but like one one or two flecks for like every few square inches, like just enough to be like, oh, all right, mm. all right. Mm. Yeah, there's gold. I would call that gold personally. Well, personally, I'm offended. This guitar's in a very weird tuning. It's F A C. GB. Nice. I think so. Well, it's it's meant for open tuning and tapping and stuff. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to try if I'm going to leave it in this tuning for the demo. I inevitably do, or if I do myself a favor and <laughs> just now keep it in the tuning and it, it'll be fun. I can't tap though because I I grow these. These nails out long so I can do chicken picking, you know. It's it's just it's a temporary sacrifice you're gonna have to make. See? You can play there country you on this. You can play country on anything. I'm gonna put Yeah, the, but put but, but does it gent? Probably. <laughs> I don't I don't I still don't really know what gent is. Well then, do we have a story for you? Oh, Genty Night. That's all I got. That's all I Ladies got. Ladies and gentlemen. I did hit record, didn't I? Yeah, sure did. I know. It's 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 too late to uh, unstart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too late to unstart this. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. This indeed. is a riveting discussion of green guitars. <laughs> it's the only one I have that's green. It's the only one between. St- oh no, you have a green one right there. I see it. Oh no, I'm uh no, oh, yeah, other yeah. way. Yeah, there you go. There we go. It's there green. we go. I feel like I'm playing the weatherman. And then over here we have, uh, but your screen is fake and mine is real. Well, define fake because in a truer sense, the. It, it's real. Like the guitars are literally right here. Just it's a better camera angle. So I just instead of moving my desk, which I'm would just, be, I'm, so, I'm just realizing that nobody's going to be able to see the green guitar. That's because it's going to be off screen. It's going to be off screen. Yeah. Uh, but instead of moving the desk, I've just you know virtually moved the wall. Oh. So in a truer sense, it's real. It's, I did, it's not photoshopped. No, it's not. It's not photoshopped. That was a picture I took with my phone. Very, very. Oh, oh my! You're a. Yep. Huh? How about it? Did 
Did I have like something on my nose or yeah, yeah, spinach in my teeth? Mm, oh, if there's spinach in my teeth, you wouldn't be able to tell. You got a <laughs> hole. You got a hole in your liver right there. Now it's in your lung, your right lung. Oh, well, now it's look in- at that! Whoa, Heart like a hole. That spindrift is a. Uh- that is spindrift right there. Oh my god! There, let's take a look. <laughs> See right through it. Spindrift lime. See all the rocket music straps that Haley made you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is the, uh, the, the jazz cup strap she sent me, we were going to do a giveaway. I'm like, I won't or could I just buy it from you? Can I, I can, <laughs> can we make another one for like, it sort this out later? Cause I want yeah. it. So nice. I kept it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's I, a great strap. Yeah. I'm a fan. Haley's a great um, human. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Agreed. Well, aside from the Eve that young, what's new with you? Oh, God. Well, I got a lot of stuff. Um, I have that anti-buffer from Rare Buzz. Nice. I have on my demo bench the Sugar Cube from Alexander Petals. I'm actually really excited about that one. Um, I have the Awful Waffle from Alchemy Audio, which I just demoed. I really sad. It's a hotcake, Crowther hotcake uh, clone. The Megabyte. And I have this prototype from Recovery Effects. Last weekend they had a little uh, sale. They were selling something called Instrument One. And I snagged one because I was in the, the waiting room for after my COVID shot. And uh I was like free, so I have. It's an instrument. It's a droney thing. Ooh. I was holding it upside down. There it is. I'm excited. I have no idea what the knobs do, but I'm excited to learn. Recovery effects. Obama's favorite. Recovery effects. Drones. Drones. Um. Oh <laughs> man. Um. Drone strikes. I will. I gotta, I gotta say, I'm going to Texas Air and be like, "What the hell does the knobs do?" No, that that's super cool. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the sort of thing you, you would just want to like, you know, it, pick up your inebriation of choice. Oh, that's not the right thing. And. Oh Kind of turn on the drone. Yeah. And your beverage of choice. I, I I didn't limit it to beverage. I'm just saying like an inebriation of choice and just in plug the drone into several layers of everything and go nuts with it for a night. I think yeah. that sounds exciting. That this sounds like my idea of a good time. I can never get enough torque with this little screwdriver. Enough what? Torque. I, I heard twerk and I was twerk. very confused. Yeah, let me f- dang down, flip it, and torque versa. Yeah, it, it takes several screwdrivers before I start doing that. <laughs> and uh, I assume you you mean the uh, beverage kind. Yes, we're themed this episode. I did my um my dry march, but that's been over. That's been over for a while now, for thirteen days. It well, was easier. It was it was easier than I expected it to be. 
Yeah. So, uh, whatever. It was fine. <laughs> I don't feel the need to do it again immediately. Sure. Shaw. It's good to, uh, to take breaks and, you know, self-care. It's important. Yeah. Can my only co- put yourself through so much before. My complexion did not change. I did not lose weight. Nothing, Which nothing is probably changed. a good sign that it wasn't a problem before. Yeah, that's actually pretty true. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. We had my um, my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece over last night. We made ribs on the Traeger. Nice. Because it's a barbecue podcast. Though I, I heard that maybe you're, uh, you're not going to foo-foo Traegers quite as much, I hope, after last weekend. <laughs> I need to replace my thermometer is what I need to do. Apparently. Because well, uh, I did a couple of pork shoulders with the intent of bringing them into work, which I did do without doing a full taste test. Um, and yeah, they cooked really fast. I was really confused. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, the thermometer says this. So, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. And yeah, no, it came out dry. It, I, I, ah. I've gone back since and checked the thermometer. I'm like, oh, that was reading like 30 or 40 degrees under what it was actually. Oh. I don't know how it got screwed up. It screwed up. And so I was – when I thought I was like maybe peaking around 250, 260, I was pushing 300 for extended periods of time when you really should be like at 225 to no more than 250. Yeah, 250 is what we turn it up to at the end when we need to speed yeah. it up with Medge. But we, so, yeah. It's, uh, it was slightly embarrassing because then my, uh, someone else I work with rolled up with, uh, with the brisket they had done in their Traeger. It and was good, wasn't it? It wasn't as good as the brisket that I did for myself a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but it was be- way better than what I had done when I screwed up. <laughs> It's one at, of those, least like, was, at least it was pork and not a brisket, though. Sure, sure. I made the mistake of trying of thinking about buying brisket um, on Passover weekend, and the only thing that was in the grocery store was like the huge, the huge cuts. Yep. Like, wow, this is a a one hundred dollar cut of meat. I'm like, ah, uh, I only. I mean, it's also start with like that. thirteen pounds. Little feed. It you was for like a more week. than that. It was more than it was like you need to freeze some, and then you will run out of room in your freezer, and we'll need to give it to neighbors. Well, it was a lot, and a lot of grills don't have room for something that big Mine either. Does. Ooh. Nice. Ooh, then my Traeger should, does. Well, then you know what you should do the like the twenty pound brisket and then share. Yeah, I know, but it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. And then you share. $100. Someone else is going to need to provide the sides. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, what, could... this is like, this is like 11 a.m., but I'm getting to the point where I'm so hungry. I'm like thinking about going upstairs and grabbing potato salad that's left over from last night and just eating it. Mm. Would people feel weird if I just had a tub of potato salad that I was eating from? I mean, it, you, what you should do is you should do that, but you should also just say that it's mayonnaise when, when I ask. For, for thematic emphasis. Um, speaking of sides though, like, so I screwed up the pork, but I did the best round of smoked pineapple I've done to date. Nice. So, you know, it, it even I did a couple of pineapples and I adjusted my, um, my ratios again for the spice rub, um, which is cayenne, paprika, cinnamon, and brown sugar. Mm-hmm. 
Um, dial back the, the cinnamon and the cayenne a bit and then up the brown sugar and throw on the smoker. Um, after I was done with the pork, uh, so I was done with the pork, took it off and that was on hickory, but the hickory had all burned up at that point. So I threw in some apple, mm. some apple wood chunks and burned that out. And I added a couple of cans of PBR to the, to the water can, nice. to the water pan underneath with all the pork drippings. Yeah. And yeah, that flavor came out. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very proud of that. And I think that made up for the, the self embarrassment in the office. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't have to embarrass myself with coworkers because none of my coworkers live in Seattle. Well, I don't know who geographically is the closest, but it actually might be, uh, it might be the people in LA might geographically be the closest. Cause I don't know how Utah pans out from here on a distance perspective. Is it Utah or Colorado? I don't know. They're all over. A couple in the Midwest, a couple in Nashville, one in New York. Colorado. Something like that. Something, something like that. Some, some, a little, little something like that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. This is actually a, Oh, we've been talking for a while, but we, we're doing back to backs because, um, we need to, uh, hold on to an episode for, uh, the first week in May that we can't really talk about yet, but it's not. It's a it's super not. secret episode if, if featuring think, guests we can't speak about because because of embargoes. Embargoes. Embar- it's always exciting to get the email that says if you share this, it's illegal. I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think it's illegal. It's just like you're never gonna be able to. No, no. The, I email. read the email. It said illegal several times. It always says illegal, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's like sue me a day. It it is more about like litigation and breaking contracts than it is about um you know the police coming and knocking on your door and taking you away in cuffs. It's uh, <laughs> it's like we will fine you. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not imagining I, how I have a couple NDAs and I know that you do too. And I'm not 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 curious at all to find out what would happen if I broke them. I I'm not in any rush to to sort that out. I mean, shoot, I'm scared enough when I'm, like, part of a demo release, like, a scheduled release for anything, and then, uh, like, it's, like, the time. I, I never want to be the first person to publish, so I'm like, oh, he's like, has Ryan from Demos in the Dark posted yet? Because he's usually very, very good about being, like, exactly on time. Meanwhile, yeah. some some folks are very early. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, the, like, the nightmare is like, okay, so it's out next Tuesday, so I'm going to go ahead and schedule the, the YouTube demo release, like, it's a premiere at this time. But, then, when, you, you know, but you get- when you schedule a premiere, it pops up. And everyone okay. gets a notification that you scheduled a premiere. So Fair. I can't, if I want to do a premiere for a new release, I can't schedule it at all. I have to just wait. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. So, anyway, like the idea is like, yeah. you know, you schedule whatever content that's going to be debuted and then like you get a text like an hour after it's debuted saying, take this down now and you realize you're a week early. It was the wrong Tuesday or whatever. And yeah, that sounds not fun. I had a moment where I divulged information I wasn't supposed to divulge <laughs> in something. And I was like, I didn't know that was a secret. I'm so sorry. I felt so bad. I can't tell you what it was, but, uh. It happened a while ago, and I was like, "Ouch! Ah, I'm ruined." <laughs> oh, I felt bad about that one. It's all, it does crack me up when uh, I get like inbox messages uh, from people who listen to the show. It's like, "Hey, you must know something about this. Tell me." I'm like, "I can't." 
<laughs> I'm so sorry, but I can't. Yeah. I just played I can't tell you if I I can't even acknowledge if I know anything about it because like so you know if you if you message me and ask the answer is gonna be I don't know and if I did I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I've done I've I've done that one before. I'm like, oh, you know I'm not gonna because it's like I can't confirm or deny, like that that means yeah, I know something. Like everyone feels like that means you know something, but Oh yeah. Sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes, like so. At this point, I will just say, like, I don't know anything about that. Sorry. Like, I, I'm gonna have to lie because to not lie would be to divulge, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> or I just won't respond. Always. That's an also an option. You know, uh, I um, yeah, I'm not gonna jinx. I was about to say something, but I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> I don't have any um surprises coming up that I really know about at the moment. So, uh, so sad. But what about that one thing from that one? We don't talk about Uh. that. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I don't know any surprises right now, which is sure. Right. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I know things and usually I don't, but, um, no, I'm, uh, it's kind of working through what I have and what I've already showed off. So, um, as far as the demo stuff goes, there there are other secrets I know for other facets of the industry. But we both we both have secrets in our pocket right now, though, for the because uh, mm-hmm. we cannot talk about it. <laughs> there is that. Um, okay, that's. I feel like this is about hit its hit its limit. It, it, oh, I was just about to drop the whole like I actually know something that you don't, but I can't tell you. But I never know if you're serious. And then sometimes you are serious and you tell me the thing. And I'm like, I know that. <laughs> we share an inbox. No, I, I think of something that was shared outside of the Get Offset communication channels. And I was told explicitly not to tell you. Anyways. Um, <laughs> was that, did that really happen? Maybe. Mm. I've actually uh, been told that more than once about other things, but – People just assume that I tell you everything. I'm like, not necessarily. Oh my God. All right. Well, I hope those people are watching and they're very <laughs> proud of you. I, Be proud of me. I'm trying to think if I keep secrets from you and I don't think I usually do. Because we share an inbox. Because, <laughs> yeah, we share an inbox. Well, there was, I think that if, I, if there's something I don't tell you, it's because it's still like, it's not like guaranteed. Sure. But, uh. I like to think that we are covered by the same NDA situations. I certainly hope so. After being told that that was illegal um, <laughs> to share outside of, anyways, uh, <laughs> what a strange conversation. I actually I did have... break. I did break an NDA just enough to tell somebody that they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about once. <laughs> like I, I just said, like I, I, I have more knowledge about this, and you're wrong. And that was about where I left it. Like. You just got to believe me. Some people don't. Well, Some... I don't have a whole lot that's new with me this week. Um, aside from the fact that I am recording this podcast <clears throat> in the emptiest the house has been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. God. Plus America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I spent all day yesterday moving uh, the rest of my mom's stuff out. She is moved into a new place that is going to be very good for her. And yeah, that now I'm realizing 
wow, this place is a bit empty now and we've got a lot of rearranging to do and I'm supposed to go back to work tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> like, back how to work. Am I, it's like, and now I'm doing the whole like, okay, well, I work from home some days of the week and I need to have a desk where I can do that work. So, but like, I've got my desk like all cabled up and stuff. So like, once I move it, I have to like really commit to this is what I'm doing the entire day. I can't just leave it like yeah. half undone. That was like yeah. when I was putting this, my current standing desk together. I'm like, I, I need to just have like five hours to put one, put yeah. the desk together and two, like set all my stuff up again. Like I could cable up super quick. It would just look like a rat's nest. And yeah. I try not to do that. Like I've got like all the zip ties underneath for like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll spend some time today. Um, like rearranging, uh, well, cleaning, tidying because yeah, I mean, there's not, uh, it's just, it's, it's a lot to look at sometimes. Oh, totally. I just know I, I can, know. I know I can do better and it's, me you don't want to see what my room looks like behind the green screen right now. It's atrocious. No, I don't. You're right. I don't want to say that. But hey, at um, least you're gonna about to have an office with a door, and that's really nice. I'm gonna have an office with a door. I'm gonna be able to take at least once I move my desk, then the rest of everything I can piecemeal. Like mm. the, the guitars I can sort out if I'm gonna hang them on the wall. I'm gonna get like I've played around with the <laughs> idea of getting like a string swing so I can angle them. Instead of being yeah. flat against the wall. If I could do it again, I would uh, just put like a big, a couple of big planks and I would mount those planks into the actual studs. And then yep. I would, yeah, I, if I, if I, and eventually I will do it again, but like, I'm not in a rush. <laughs> well, I didn't, mine actually aren't hung up on studs. Um, they're on drywall anchors, but I got the ones that are rated for like 70 pounds for each. And there's two. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, yeah. If I can like almost do a pull up on it, I'm sure my eight pound guitar will be fine. Yeah. For, for me, I, it's like I would change the height so I could stagger them is kind of one of the mm-hmm. bigger things. Cause it's like angle, like if I could stagger them and have them offset, ooh, offset. Oh, just above, then I would have to take those, um, those shelves down and it's, it's like, it's a whole thing. And sometimes I think, should I I have done this on the other wall so I could push the desk out more? Like I, I think like once a year I do a pretty big, um, refiguration of, uh, reconfiguration of my, of my space. And that's exactly what everybody wants to talk about. I'm sure. But, um, yeah, I'm just always I'm like, how can the space serve me better? Yep. Because I don't have a lot of it. If you don't, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be the uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll see if by next episode I'll have migrated or not. Um, this it's a big m- commitment. <clears throat> the room that I'm going to has to be, yeah, so there's, there's three bedrooms and I'm going to be taking over one of them, but we have to shuffle bedroom number two into bedroom number one, bedroom number three into bedroom number two, and then I can populate bedroom number three. Dang. You're just moving everything. That's yeah, there's an endeavor. The only room in the house that's not shifting significantly is the kitchen. And even <laughs> then, every cabinet's going to be different now. Yeah. So lots changing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm like – I found myself waking up this morning like, woohoo, move, we got past move day. We're all good. And then I were like, 
Okay, well, now we've got the other part of moving. <laughs> yeah. I can't celebrate too much yet. The complete reorganization of your of your space. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we were talking about this, but uh, Rick and I went to an open house just in our neighborhood because it was open the other day. And uh, looking in that house, we're like, we like the place where we are even more now. Like, I just don't, what I don't get about Seattle bedrooms is that you cannot fix fit like a queen size bed in them even. Mm-hmm. Like there was one, I was looking at the first bedroom and I asked the realtor, I'm like, so where's the main bedroom? He's like, that, that you're standing it. in it. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, you yep. can't fit. You can barely fit the full size bed in here. He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. So I see why this has been on the market for a week and a half. Cause you want $900,000 for a bedroom bedrooms that don't fit beds. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you, you and Rick could fit on a double, right? Um, that, that's how that works. I mean, we did it for like five years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you were joking, weren't you? Yeah, no, I, I, no, we, yeah, I was completely joking because that sounds horrible to me. I also move he, a lot in my sleep. He has the most violent hypnic jerks as he's falling asleep and, uh, we had a springed mattress for the first five years. So <laughs> it was like, I really preferred to go to bed after he went to bed. Yep. <laughs> because then at least that would have worked itself out. But yeah, it's just, it's, you can love somebody and not want them to be breathing in your face the entire evening. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was like, like, oh my gosh, I just can't be, like, I can be touched. I can't be breathed on. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yep. Amazing. Um, well, that's going to be uh, – that is that is my near future, as in like when we're done recording, I'm take, getting a quick bite to eat and I'm getting started. Nice. I'm going to get a sandwich from our local taqueria and I am really excited about it. A taco is a sandwich? I'm getting a t- s- torta, a, s- a sandwich from, from the taqueria, from tacos but and beer. It- but a torch is just an open face sandwich. Is that still a sandwich? Tortas are not open face, dude. I'm thinking tostada. You are. My brain is barely holding it together, but we're here. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate us positively on iTunes, or do not rate us at all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> Don't rate me unless it is good. Good ratings only. Um, and so uh, right here says you gave us a three star review. Yeah. Um, we don't. I don't think we have very many. Three. We have a like one one star and like two or three two stars, two or three three stars, and then mostly five stars. So it's pretty- three stars like the least given review because people who are just like kind of on things don't care enough to yeah. to review. Yeah. It's always like it's like you gotta scoop the mids, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's like if you look at an Amazon product review, it does seem like the mids are scooped a smidge. Uh, not, not enough low end, a lot of trouble. Um, that's what you want Always to see. read the negative reviews though. Always For two read reasons. them. You can see uh, if they're bullshit. Reasons. Because what? Because then you can make an assessment on whether or not the review is bullshit. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's that because bot reviews are a thing. And I've definitely bought mm-hmm. stuff before, like, oh, got a lot of five star reviews. And I ignored like the 
couple hundred one star reviews that says, please don't buy this. And but sure some enough, of the, I'll say bots do the one star reviews too. There, I remember <laughs> this is so dumb. I was kind of like looking at pillows on Amazon and mm-hmm. there were so, like every pillow brand had the same negative reviews that were like, it came moldy. Like there was mold in the bag when I got the pillow. They were all the same picture. They were all like the same copy. And you're like, oh, someone's on like a black hat review campaign for yep. all other pillows except whatever pillow they're selling. Yeah. I mean, that 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 doesn't surprise me. I, I've definitely seen that kind of a trend. I, I feel like. Okay. I got to mute the, our gear talk channel on Patreon. Sorry. <laughs> I have to mute it for an hour. It's pinging a lot. All right. I'm done. Sorry. I, that's why I turn off the uh, notification sounds. <sighs> yeah. I always forget that they're on. Um, support us on Patreon for access yes. to our super secret Patreon discord that I don't usually mute. <laughs> Which I, I do mute, but I also am pretty active in there anyways. I just yeah. check when I have a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please don't hear that as a, I don't care and I don't pay attention. Cause I do. I love all mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. And if you are a potential advertiser and are looking for affordable rates for sponsorships, hit us up. We would love to talk about how we can work together. Agreed. Big fan of working together. Um, To quote High School Musical, we are all in this together. Never seen it. Really? I'm just a smidge too old for it. I was out of, I think I was like out of high school when it came out. And then like when you're in college, why the hell would you want to watch high school musical? Fair, 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 fair. Except for Zac Efron, who's a national treasure. (laughs) I'm just joking, but I did love him in hairspray. Okay. Noted. Andrew didn't like that. Um, So we were talking about the Yvette Young guitar, and I remarked that it uh, comes in a very unique tuning. What do you know? What the tuning is not off the top of my head. I think it's. I just know it starts with F. F A C G B. So it's the same top three strings as the standard tuning, but then just like it's 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 weird because like. Open tunings, I get, I get like psychologically, I can wrap my brain around them. Uh, you strum it and it's an open chord, but this is just like a little bit different. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm probably going to leave it in that tuning for for the demo, but I won't be able to play any of my very many of my regular riffs. But that's you fine. should you should learn a covet song. I she's she's so much better than I am. I think you should try. I think I should try. It just depends on how much time I have. It sounds really difficult and I I would be scared to try, but I believe in you. Let me see if there are any good tutorials. I imagine there has to be. Young guitar tutorial. Oh, guitar lesson. That's popping up. Um, Even if it's not the whole song, just like riffs that you could like toss into the demo. F-A-O-G-C-E. So I would just have to change the tuning a little bit for this one. Sick Riffs 47 from Guitar World. Yvette Young teaches you covets parachute. Well, there you are. There I go. Looks like I'm cooking with gas. Propane. 
I'm not cooking with gas. I'm cooking with hardwood pellets. Yeah. So that's, I'm excited it's for that. Best. I think, <laughs> but like, I know you, you're like, you should learn something and I will, but, um, I, and I don't do this enough, but changing tunings does really force you to stretch those creative muscles a little bit. Cause you're, you're moving outside of that muscle memory territory. That's so dangerous with, oh, yeah. with guitarists and musicians in general and songwriting. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. But all your guitars are in the same, aren't your, all your guitars in the same tuning right now? No. Um, I've got mm-hmm. one of my acoustics is in dad gad and I've got, um, dad-gad. my dad gad and I've got my, uh, green guitar and drop C. Mm. Oh, that's right. Because I remember when you were talking yep. to Scott at Stringjoy about um about those. Getting no, he did a phenomenal job, and it just mm-hmm. it, the the tension is all just just right, and mm-hmm. it plays like butter. Um, but then yeah. yeah, I think I've got standard, standard, and standard. Um, <laughs> standard, standard, and standard. I have um, I have toyed around with the idea of putting a baritone conversion neck on my telly. Yeah, I mean, I have one of those at my house, and I just have to do it. <laughs> I toyed around with that. I've also toyed around. I don't think I'm going to do it. Uh, man, I've been talking about doing this this uh, this parts caster build since like January, mm-hmm. and I've been really meaning to get to it. And I just with the move and everything, it's been months yeah. of like packing stuff up, and like just free time yeah. has just been sucked up. And then hopefully, I'll be able to get start seriously digging in. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I've tossed around the idea of is doing a baritone build mm-hmm. because that's something that I don't have. And I, I think I'm going to shy away from it because I specifically want strat sounds as oh, part yeah. of the build yeah, yeah. and doing a baritone tuning. I'm not sure would lend well to giving me like the, the club. I mean, but maybe it might, I don't know. Um, I mean, but look like that telly didn't, isn't the neck kind of bad on that telly? The neck is definitely a little warped on the telly and I, it's going to need to be replaced at some point. It's just, it's my first electric guitar and I like how that neck feels so much. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Uh, no, I mean, it is what it is. This is, I, I, it was in drop C and I lent it to a buddy for a summer to hold on to while I was away from college. Um, and he tuned it to standard and he tuned it to standard. And yeah. then it bowed out. And then he's like, I don't know. It's bowed out. This is weird. And then just left it tuned to standard in the case for the rest of the time. Oof. Um, Is what it is. I mean, damage is done and it's not a neck that's worth the money on having re- like fully fixed up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, But so that's something that's that, that would lend me to consider going the baritone route for a conversion neck. Yeah, I mean, you can always do it for a while and then change it back. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a completely I mean, it's a fender. Mod. You can swap next, no problem. Yeah. And that actually, and I find baritone guitars to be really inspiring. And there, there are some, some people I play with back when live shows existed who, um, I only use a baritone guitar, um, because they don't have a bassist and they, we need that extra low end. So mm-hmm. I, I always have fun with that, but, um, I think I find it to be really, you know, stretch, stretch those, those creative muscles a little bit in a good way. Sure. But that, what you talking about that neck warping reminded me of, um, <laughs> are you familiar with the subreddit? Am I the asshole? Yes. Well, I tend to enjoy, um, my, am I the asshole content most on Twitter? And there was one this week 
that I, I pulled Michael James Adams into <laughs> uh, about this guy whose babysitter uh, took their eye off, took her eye off the, this guy's kid for 20 minutes. And the guy said she, the kid somehow moved a sofa to hop the baby gate, go into the basement and pull one of his guitars off the wall. And he said, I took it to my luthier and the guys in, in, in pulling the guitar off the wall, the kid warped the neck and he wants the babysitter to pay $2,200 for a replacement guitar, not for the fee of fixing it, but because there will be some diminished value wants her to pay the to basically buy this guy a new guitar, a 19-year-old. I'm like, yeah, you know, I think asking her to pay for the repair is fair. But 20... Sorry, dude. I'd, I'd be upset. I'd be upset. But also, and I this is why I pulled Mike Adams into him. Like, can you even warp a neck from a drop like that? And he says, like, you can. Um, it's possible to break the truss rod and warp the neck. Uh, yep. When you're pulling it from a wall. But um, a couple of the people made this point, and this is what I was thinking. He's keeping this guitar in the basement. And I feel like it's more likely that the neck had warped because of improper storage. And he just didn't notice until it got pulled off the wall and he took it in for a checkup. I could see that being entirely plausible depending on yeah. like if it's like an unfinished basement or something, but if it's hanging on the wall, I don't know. Like I've, I've, I've seen like basement studios. Um, that's great you know, sound. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to, so I, I could also, see, I could also see it legitimately being damaged, but even, even if you take it at face value and, and don't speculate on the likelihood that he's trying to pull a fast one. Or just um, doesn't know about it. Because I, I, at the same time, I feel like from the description he gave in this in this script in this um write up that he would have said the truss rod broke. Yep. Yeah. I kind of feel like he would have said that, but who knows? Sure. Who knows? But I mean, I just, there, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's super strange. I regard you take take it at face value. You don't charge the babysitter $2,200. Like literally That's, never hi- hire this person again, because again, they did leave your kid uh, unsupervised well, yeah. for at least 20 minutes and that's not okay. But no, it's not at the same time though. Like when you're hiring, like, you know, teenagers for babysitting, I think your bar of expectations should be like your child's still alive and breathing when you get home. Yeah. I mean, 20, maybe- and 20, 20 bucks an hour. I don't even think it's that much for a babysitter. That no. seems really low. So it's incredibly low. Yeah. I mean, also a great reminder to um, make sure your instruments are insured. Yep. Uh, yeah. But it, it's it, it kind of what I kept coming back to with this and in, in the um, asshole part. Um, if, if, if someone else hits your car with their car, their insurance will cover a fix as long as it's fixable. And yep. it, it, but it won't cover a new car if it's fixable. And if it's the neck, on a guitar, that's usually quite fixable. Um, so yeah, or replaceable for a few hundred bucks. It's that's it's gonna it's it's a replace situation for sure. Um, so like my thing is like if if it was a car and they have insurance, they wouldn't be buying you a new car, my dude. Even though fixing a car does probably diminish the value of it a little bit. You, it's sure. Yeah, I just don't think that. I think that guy was an asshole for wanting to do that. 
Sorry if he's Agreed. a listener. But, uh, Agreed. Yeah. I, I think that, that screams. That's, I don't know. You're going to say the, that screams blues lawyer. <laughs> that's what you're going to say, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did go straight to litigation almost. So <laughs> it yep. checked out. I, that, I feel, I feel for the guy. It, it tube screams blues lawyer. Um, it's like once my husband dropped um, my seagull acoustic and he really did a number on it. I didn't ask him to buy me a new guitar. <laughs> I didn't even ask him to fix it, to be honest. Like, you just kind of, sometimes you got to take the L and it sucks, but you got to, sometimes you got to take the L. Well, seagulls aren't that expensive anyways. Yeah. 2200 bucks though. Less Paul, you think? PRS. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Less Pauls aren't usually that cheap. If it's like a guitar that he cares about. Yeah. It, it kind of, it was weird to me because he was so... If I cared about, if I really cared about the guitar, I would absolutely get it fixed. And because I just want to play the guitar. But to talk about the value, like in resale terms, I feel, unless it was some sort of vintage instrument. Which then know. wouldn't likely be 2200 bucks. It'd probably be more. Right. It was notable. Yes. Yes. So I, I don't know. I feel like there's something kind of weird about it. I I wondered if the guy just wanted to get a new guitar and then he was going to get the other one fixed anyway. But I don't know. All right, sometimes sometimes Ma- things happen. They're instruments, you know, they're they're made to be used. And I'm um, really sorry that happened to that guy. I'm glad his kid is okay, sure. but you cannot ask a 19-year-old. I don't think I had $2200 when I was 19. I definitely did not. Yeah. No, I did not I, have it certainly in more than that in debt at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I maybe yeah. it's because I was recently nineteen, but they're teenagers. <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, yeah, you, you make some dumb decisions. There there's gonna be yeah. dumb decisions made. I mean that maybe nineteen because they're you know, over the age of eighteen should be treated like an adult. Sure, I, I guess. I don't know. I think I, I wouldn't hold a nineteen-year-old to the same standard I would even like a twenty-two-year-old. There's a huge. There's so much growth that happens with kids these yeah. days. Yeah, kids these days. Um, well, that you're still very much like figuring out life, and un- unless you really invested like that bat mitzvah money or something really well, like or graduation money. Like that's probably like, that would probably be all of that girl's graduation money. People get money at graduation. Yeah. From high school. Yeah. Someone should have notified my family. (laughs) It's kind of like wedding gifts. I think, um, like you don't have a registry for college. Right. But, uh, no, I mean, it was never a lot of money, but, like, my grandparents gave me, you know, uh, some amount of money. I mean, sure. but my family – so I my, I definitely had a lot of privilege with my family, um, kind of upper-ish middle class. Um, my, my, my parents always very much were of the idea that instead of doing things like – making sure I worked a job to save a car, save for a car. Like we will get you a car if you keep your grades up because your job as a teenager is school. So, you know, that was, 
probably a different experience than a lot of people have. And I was very grateful for it even at the time. That is a very different experience than what I had, but I mean, everyone has different experiences. I don't have a problem with that. I worked in the summer and it's, it, I worked really hard, kind of crappy job. Sure. I just had time to touch strangers and I hated it. <laughs> um, yeah. Sweaty strangers at a theme park who wanted airbrush tattoos. I can smell that. It was smelly. I, I imagine what that smells say, like. I'll, I can give you a guess of what sort of visceral place I revisit every time I smell hot garbage. Mm. <laughs> There's that, and then like the 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 chlorine smell from the the, the pool water, water park. Yeah, which um, turns out uh, this really screwed with me. I watched a Mark Mark Rover video, like one of his older ones, a couple weeks ago about. Year, how much urine is in a pool. And one of the things that they learned in the process, like, oh yeah, by the way, that's like pool water doesn't smell until someone pees in it. So if the pool water smells, you're smelling the, the reaction of the chemicals of the pee. Ew. It was like, that's disgusting. I, we've all peed in I, pools though. Like don't act like you've never peed in a swimming no, pool. I, I haven't. No, oh. I don't. <laughs> Ocean. Absolutely. In my wetsuit. Definitely. Shower in a pool. Shower, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been in every shower I've been in. But no, swimming pool—that's disgusting. I'm not saying it's not gross, but I was a kid. I was little. Okay, the kiddie pool doesn't count. Okay. Also, when you're a girl, you have to take the whole like thing off. Like, if you don't have a, if you have a one piece, which is you know more normal for younger girls, taking off a one piece is when it's wet, especially not fun. Not fun. Very, very, very I have much no tangled. experience with that. Yeah. It's like, um, as a kid, I got stuck in wet bathing suits, and as an adult woman, I get stuck in sports bras. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> well, I think we were going to talk about burnout in this episode. We've I just sh- gone a very different direction. You know, sometimes you just have to have a chat. I was thinking about, um, about like, the end of like quarantining also. I'm like, so ready. I think cause I, I, I had drinks outside um, at Chuck's the, the other day with, with a client and uh, we were all just so hyped to talk to other humans that we haven't been yeah. quarantining with. It was really a fun, ex- like a funny experience. I think that's just what's going to be like. And like when I played an outdoor gig this summer, that was very uh, different than what I thought it was going to be. And I regretted doing it very much. It was like a bunch of performers and you could not get them off the stage. They were just like vamping until like someone else literally came onto the stage and kicked them off of the stage. <laughs> and I think that's what it's going to be like. Like people are announcing oh, yeah. tours. Um, next week we're the person we're talking to just uh, their band just uh, got confirmed to, to go on a, I, next week, hopefully, we're going to have Julia from Rat Boys on the show, and, and Rat Boys is supposed to tour with um, Julian Baker in Europe in 2022. Oh, that sounds so fun! Yeah, that's going to be a great show. Julian Baker is really good at picking, um, supporting tour support. It's really, exciting. I, I, you know, it, just the idea of going out is so nice. I actually did go out to lunch the other day, and that was. That was a experience. I was so freaked out, but I'm like, 
I'm going to eat food with another <laughs> human at a restaurant. Oh my God. Went to, uh, it was the, it was the day that Prince Philip died. We are, we had actually already planned to do this. We went to the British pantry out in Redmond. Yeah. That's a and good so place. We, so we sat down and I'm like, oh, I'll have a, a chicken curry pasty and, um, some chips and, uh, and I'm just sitting there like, and look over, there's a table of old British ladies, like expats, talking about what a hunk Philip was in his younger days. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the full experience. All that right. Is, that is the full experience, man. Um, yeah. I, I will <laughs> refrain from in, indulging my dark sense of humor. Yeah, please, please refrain. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't want, I don't want to do any, uh, post production <laughs> on this to edit out, uh, jokes that might not go over so well with a certain demographic. And the demographic is Americans because the Brits all think it's hilarious. Yeah. But they're also just very dark human beings, which is why I like them so much. Um, <laughs> British humor is its its own thing. Indeed. Yes. Man. No, yeah. I, I I think I've definitely, as far as burnout goes, I think the last year I've been like in and out of it pretty, a lot more in the sense of just being cooped up at home all the time. Mm. But I'm also hopeful that a chance like to, to re rearrange the house and kind of reassess what our, our day in day out rhythms of life are. I, I'm hoping is going to give me a chance to cut out a couple of things that I don't need to be doing as much of anymore. Um, take, do a little bit more of self care and just take it, take the opportunity to, to revamp things a bit and hopefully point me in the right direction in terms of getting back on my feet. Yeah. Um, no, I, and I, I'm yeah. sure I'm not alone in that. Are you, are you saying partially that like you just haven't been playing as much as you would like to be? We're talking about oh, different I've, kind of burnout. Yeah, no, I, I haven't been playing hardly at all lately. Um, yeah. and if I do, it's, I haven't plugged into my amp in like a couple, three weeks now. I mean, I is what yeah. it is. Um, I, and part of that's just the stress of the move as well. I mean, that's just taking up the, the time and the, the mental energy, but. Yeah, no. that's that mental energy is real. I I mean, I haven't played or written as like for myself as much as I would like to. I would love to like just be able to take several hours and and just like learn some new stuff and I was kind of going through and learning a few new things, but like a lot of that energy is taken by like copywriting projects or the demo stuff and uh it's when when you're done, you're done at the day, at the end of the day, you know, and especially since so much of what I, the work I've been doing right now has been taking a lot more mental ener energy than, uh, my previous role. Like just, it's, it's placed differently. Like instead of doing a lot of research, I'm doing a lot of like creative stuff with words and it's great. And I'm really glad I get to do that all day. It's a lot more fun, but, um, I've, I'm playing a little bit less, less guitar. And also that there's no live music and my band's not getting together and writing and rehearsing and jamming. Uh, it's, I think that was a big, um, kick in the ass. I always had every week is like, oh, I'm going to go play with my band. We might end up, you know, writing some stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I work really well with deadlines. So hopefully I have, something that's going to hopefully come together in the next um, couple months that I'll be able to um, 
just generally have fun with and write something. Totally. No, I, I, I'm thinking through, I, I think in terms of like setting up the new office, I'm, I'm thinking through what are ways that I can make the space more like inspirational seems like such a hokey thing, but I think no, more like, it's inspired. Like that's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, there's definitely that. It also like functional in the sense of like being able to plug and play. And um, I think I want to try and sort out a way that I can have um, like a, cause like, I don't want to have pedals on my desk like all the time. So maybe like a secondary, like behind me, something where I can just have my, like I've got a power supply that's always there yeah. ready to go just to plug in with a patch, ca- like a little hanger for patch cables or something. So I can just kind of yeah. turn around on my desk on a break and just kind of plug in with whatever I've got at the moment, play for five minutes and move on. Yeah. Um, that was a big um, reason I've rearranged my office. So like this has always been my backdrop for my demos pretty much, but my desk used to be in the other corner. So I would have to come mm-hmm. over here every single time, reset up everything. And now mm-hmm. I can just be like, Camera on, lighting on, yep. camera, camera, record, demo. Because otherwise, yep. like, there, I, I was very much to the point where, like, if I do any demos, I need to do like three, four, five in a day just so I don't have to set all this stuff back up. Right. And oh, totally. That sucked. It really sucked. Um, so I'm just, continuously making little improvements here and there to my setup and um, makes me happy. Well, I am very curious to hear. Um, I, I kind of want to punt this to the listeners a little bit, but thoughts, comments, concerns for inspirational spaces in your home studios. Oh yeah. That'd I wanna, be really cool. I want, I want to hear feedback like legitimately cause I'm partially cause I'm feeling a little overwhelmed at the idea of having, like I've been looking forward to this and now I'm like, I can do it. And I don't know what I'm doing yet. And, ah, tag, uh, us, tag us in your Instagram stories and we'll um, share. Send me photos of your studio spaces. Tell me things that you've done that have, that have helped make your space more usable and inspirational. And yeah, I, I want to hear all of that. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I think it's a good place to end it. What do you think? I, I think I can live with that. Yes. All right. Well, uh, everybody out there, thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. Goodbye. That's all folks. There's actually a rhythmic pattern to that. Uh, the porky pig stutter. So next time do it right or don't do it at all. Bye.